So my best friend from high school, Ramon, uh, grew up in a really small rural farming village in the northeastern corner of the Dominican Republic called Los Canucos. And uh, Los Canucos has a population of about 200 people. There's only one telephone in the entire town. Uh, they have, most of the houses have dirt floors. Uh, only, there's only two cars in the entire town. And uh, the center point of the town is a general store, which converts itself into a bachata dancing studio in the evenings. Um, and over the years in high school, I got to know this town really well, traveling with Ramon and his family, spending my summers down there doing service projects and um, just getting to know the town. After high school, uh, when we finished our first year of college, uh, Ramon's family wasn't organizing trips anymore, but he and I decided to go down on our own. Um, we wanted to organize our own service trip, reconnect with some of our friends, and maybe have a little more fun uh, without the rest of his family being there. And uh, one of the keys to that fun was getting a rental car. Now, everyone we told about getting a rental car immediately told us this was a terrible idea, but we didn't care. We imagined ourselves driving to the biggest beaches in the Dominican Republic, going to the huge bachata concerts, which is the, the local romantic dance, um, and, uh, and just using the car to gain some extra freedom. So uh, we get down to the airport in Santo Domingo and 18 years old, walk right up to Hertz, and are quickly turned around and reminded that we are not old enough to rent from Hertz. Um, Undeterred, Ramon says, you know, my cousin knows a guy in Santiago that rents cars. Not like a company, just a guy that rents cars. <laughs> so we go to Santiago, and I find myself in this guy's garage, and sure enough, there are two brand new Honda CRVs. He's got a computer and a printer, and uh, he's excited about taking our money for the car. <laughs> he uh, types up a little contract on his computer that he, he hadn't typed up before, so it told me he maybe hadn't rented too many cars, and uh, printed it out, and we were looking at it, and he's like, let's do this. I see at the very bottom of the contract, it says, you are liable for any damages or theft that might happen to the car while you're renting it. Now, I'm sure many of you have traveled in the developing world and, and seen what I've seen, that the roads are insane, and uh, the Dominican Republic is no difference. Um, the road in between Santiago and Los Canucos is a two-lane highway that is somehow converted into this weird five-lane road where the megabuses drive both directions down the middle, and there's passenger cars on either side of them driving each different direction, and in the final lane, there's anything from a villager walking with a basket on their head to a mule or to a motorcycle. It is pure chaos. Um, so I knew right away that that was a terrible idea and I needed insurance. Um, and he goes, well, there's a problem. I don't have car insurance. And so I said, okay, well, no deal. And he goes, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I can get insurance. So, okay. So, you know, we wait in his garage for a couple hours and he comes back with a somewhat official looking insurance card, gets back onto Microsoft Word, edits that contract, prints a brand new one, says we're covered. I sign it and we're good to go, off to the races. <laughs> we blare bachata music all the way back to Los Canucos. Uh, and about an hour later, we arrive. Um, Ramon takes the keys, and I immediately just go start to see my host family, and I'm catching up with friends. Um, no longer than 20 minutes into me catching up with my friends, um, a friend of mine, Yvonne, comes by on a motorcycle looking pretty stern, and he goes, you know, he doesn't say, like, hello, nice to see you. It's been a while. He just says, you got to come with me. So I hop on the back of the motorcycle, drive down the road, drive past the house where we dropped off the car, and there's this throng of about 100 people in the road. Um, we get down to the people, I push my way through the throng and see sitting there in a ditch is this brand new Honda CRV flipped over and crunched in on itself, completely totaled in the ditch. 
Um, what had happened is Ramon's cousin, who's 16 years old and had never driven a car in his life, saw the keys, got flashes of Vin Diesel from the Fast and the Furious racing through his eyes, grabbed the keys, grabbed eight of his friends, and miraculously managed to very impressively flip the car within about 50 yards of starting to drive. <laughs> um, first of all, everyone was okay, um, and no one got injured, which is also miraculous. Um, and my first reaction was just utter fear. Um, I had this contract, but I had no idea what the rules were. I had no idea how valid it was. This insurance card seemed like a little Mickey Mouse insurance card. Um, and so I went to the only phone in town, and I, three hours after renting the car, called this guy and told him that his brand-new Honda CRV was totaled in a ditch. Um, please come get it. <laughs> now, I speak fluent Spanish, but there is no better test of your Spanish-speaking skills than hearing an angry Dominican shouting swear words at you through a phone. <laughs> and I remember very little of actual content from that conversation, but I do remember hearing coño, which is the F word, and diablo coño, which is a new one for me. It means devil F word. <laughs> Sounded pretty bad. <laughs> So the next day, this guy comes up to the town, and he brings these two muscly men with him. And this is the middle of the, the village, so there's, the car is just sitting there. It has not moved. And uh, he comes up, and he's trying to shake me down for whatever money I, I, he thinks I have. And um, luckily, I've got this whole village of about 50 people behind me. And every time he starts to get in my face, I've got three strong Latina women up there, Z-snapping at him, telling him to back <laughs> off. <laughs> so... <laughs> We come to this very tentative agreement with the help of these women, and uh, the agreement is that I'm going to go file a police report in the nearest city, tell them that it was the guy that rented me the car driving, and then mail him the police report, and that would be the end of it. Um, so the next day, I go down to Via Vasquez, the next closest town, and I'm talking to the police, and they're like, why is this gringo telling me about some other random guy from Santiago? They clearly don't believe me, but they also don't care. They ask me for $100, and they say, what would you like me to type in the report? <laughs> so I tell them exactly what I want they type it for me they very cordially print me an extra copy so I can keep it for my records and uh, I send it off and as far as I knew that was the end of it now um, it turns out that a, a few days later the woman who owns the only phone in town kind of strongly suggested that we get out of town and go to the beach for a day which we did um, and I didn't find out till later that he had called and told him that he was coming back up to try to settle things with us that the insurance company hadn't paid out for his car. Um, and uh, they uh, just hit our stuff and told him that we had left the country, and I didn't find out about it until um, about a year later. <laughs> um, so, you know, I really feel like I got lucky and got out of this situation relatively unscathed and certainly um, would not have been able to do so without the support of this town rallying behind me um, in this stressful time. Um, and I definitely would urge you guys, if you ever find yourselves on the fence, to just go ahead and buy that rental car insurance. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>